Welcome to Igniting Change, Finding Your Fire, a weekly podcast with Mina Khoury, an Ayurvedic practitioner and spiritual teacher who brings the ancient, time-tested wisdom of Ayurveda in this time of great upheaval and global ascension to inspire you to the next level of your spiritual evolution. She will discuss all topics related to your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Are you ready to be free of all suffering and soar to your heart's calling? Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I am very excited and happy to have with us Susan Axelrod. Susan is the Facebook Confidence Coach. She is the Confidence Coach for the KS Media Group app. So she sparks confidence in her client, in women entrepreneurs, and uh, much more. So I'm going to have her tell us uh, more about what she does. And uh, so Susan, welcome to the show. Thank you, Mina. I'm honestly delighted to be here. Thank you for having me. So thank you so much. So why don't you fill in the audience a little bit more about what is it that you do? Yes, thank you. I'm happy to share, as you know. I call myself the confidence coach because after doing coaching for several years, I started asking my clients how they felt when they worked with me. And that's what they told me. They said, I feel so much more confident. And we do this through uh, tools that I created for my own journey. Mm -hmm. I have my own story over the last few decades of breakdown, breakthrough, build up. And it really is all based in the emotional well-being that we're going to discuss today. So that's just a little bit about me. That's wonderful. So, you know, when the teachings or the knowing comes from our own personal experiences, uh, you can bet that that's the real deal. Because um, the more personal our story is, more universal it is. And I think in the time, today's time, time of the divide, the polarity, What's going to unite us is our own personal stories, whether it's our personal stories of, you know, building confidence in our work, whether it's a personal story of healing a relationship or healing an illness or healing yourself. I think it's a personal story that's going to connect us and going to transform us. So, um So I'm intrigued. Would you share? Would you feel comfortable sharing a little bit of your story? Yes, 100%. The style of my coaching is what I call revelation. So of course, I'm not a therapist. I'm a coach. And as such, I always share my story with my clients because of all of what you just said. I am the confidence coach. But as I say every day on my platform, that doesn't make me supremely confident every moment, right? And it doesn't mean that I don't have my own struggles and problems and my own areas of resistance and need to uh, break through. So um, I started sharing my story many years ago. And I think that is one of the ways that I started growing my business because of this revelation. When I was in my 30s, I had it all 
<laughs> I had a career that I loved, a beautiful family. I was a volunteer. I was a community leader. I was a daughter, a great daughter-in-law, sister, friend. And um, at one point, it all came crashing down one day when I went into work. Um, my older daughter was about five and my younger daughter was about one and a half. And I sat at my desk as I did every day. By then I had a part-time job so I could be more available to my children who were coming into school age. And I started crying and I just simply couldn't stop. And I had no idea what this was about. I didn't hurt myself or anything like that. I just started crying. Now today, I realized that was my soul showing herself. But in those days, I had no language and no understanding. So I tried to get myself together and I couldn't. And I went into my boss, a wonderful woman. And she said, oh, my gosh, what's happening here? <laughs> she said, do you want me to call your husband or your mother? And I've told this story before, but I'm so happy to tell it again, because younger women today are experiencing the same thing. And so I ended up, um, I left work that day and I was in bed for 10 days and I lost my peripheral vision and I was in a deep anxiety state. And um, the next morning or the following morning, my five-year-old daughter, Rebecca, uh, ha had a really bad sore throat and we thought it was strep throat and she had to stay home with me. And it didn't matter that I was in such a difficult state myself. My husband was working, this and that. And, and I wrote in my journal, Mina, I'm having a breakdown mm -hmm. and Rebecca is homesick with me today. That's my whole story, right? And so um, from that time to this, I really, truly did with the help and love and support of my husband, my family, uh, teaching from my own sister, my younger sister, who was on her own coaching journey, mm -hmm. um, and so many things, a real commitment, a deep desire to feel better, which is why I'm always happy to talk about emotional well-being, a deep desire, Mina, to feel better <laughs> and desperately mm -hmm. wanting to just feel better than this. And so over 25 years, yeah, <laughs> a long time from then till now, I've been on this journey uh, to balance in soul connection, doing what I call soul healing. And that's just a small part of my story. Small part of it. Thank you so much for sharing that. And, you know, the, when it comes to journeying into our soul, <clears throat> it's not a short journey. <clears throat> it's a long haul. It's a long trip. It's a lifelong trip. And, um, so, yeah, you know, that's the, the connection to the soul is what leads to emotional well-being. Mm. Emotional well-being is not a surfacey things. It's not about managing emotions, but we have to understand that emotions are showing you something, that there's deeper disturbances going on. So until we go beyond the emotions... Uh, and then to come back and connect the dots. And, and that's where, you know, that's the journey. That's where, yeah. that's where the well-being comes from. So, you know, the human uh, makeup is so intricate and uh, so multi-layered. Well, you know, what I love about what you do and the Ayurvedic <clears throat> Healing Center, Mina, 
is that you're connecting all these things together. So, you know, I I worked with you, so I know how it works. And you're um, bringing all this together with the actual uh, physiological, I think I'm going to say physiological. Physiological, physical, yes. Physical systems in the body. And that really is, you know, exactly what you said is true. Emotional well-being is the basis of what I call soul rising, this beautiful state of being Mm -hmm. where things feel lighter. You feel happier. Again, we're humans, of course, and therefore we do have emotions, emotionality, etc. But as you just said, it is a long journey. It's a lifelong journey because it's a little bit up and down, isn't it? Yeah, it's up and down, and it's not just, you know, it's up and down is one thing, but it's just that the darkness that we end up looking at, the darkness within ourselves, it just runs so deep. It runs so deep. It runs so deep, and it doesn't, it's not just part of this lifetime, and that's what I talk about in my new book. It's, we've been given these gifts of darkness from our prior lives. We've been served that. So if we don't know that, we can do counseling for years to no avail. <clears throat> we can do all kinds of work. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm still recovering. Um, so we can do all kinds of work. It's all good, but not necessarily effective in really getting to the root of it. And I think uh, now that we are talking more about soul and emotional well-being and we are shifting into higher states of consciousness, we are able to easily talk about these concepts and connect the dots. And I can tell you, I mean, I guarantee you, no physical illness is just physical illness. Okay, it comes from beyond the body. And I, you know, the reason I got sick is because I, there was some trauma that I was holding, I didn't know. Oh, once I realized, and that's how I my body, that's how I get sick. Once I realized it just like I grieved for something for a very first time in that way. And I thought, Mm. Oh, my God, I never really did that. You know, you talk about self love and seeing yourself. I didn't you're so busy. We're so busy doing things. We're so right. busy being brave. We're so busy fixing things. We're, we're so strong. We're taught to be strong. We know how to do strong. Especially we women. We don't yeah. know how to do vulnerable. <clears throat> so, and when I, when I, you know, grieved for it, I was holding it in my upper back. I had this flare up in my upper back. And I'm thinking, oh, this is similar. This is not body ache from fever. This is this is something. This is a flare-up mm. from something. And I remember something similar 22 years ago. Same experience. I'm like, oh, my God. That's what it is. So my experience was that I was feeling, I felt stabbed in the heart. Mm. We don't want to say that because we're thinking somebody stabbed me in the heart. No, it's about your experience. It's not about what someone did, but rather what you experienced. And I didn't know that. So I held it in my upper back. And when I grieved, let go, it just exploded. And once I connected the dots, and, you know, for that reason, for a year and a half, um, I just shared this story with a client this morning as well. I wasn't able to do headstand. Mm. I mean, I can do headstand and have a conversation. Mm. I'm a yoga teacher. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I just couldn't do it. I would do it and I would just fall down and I just didn't do it. It just, I couldn't do it. Like the strength wasn't there for no apparent reason. Now I know. Now I know why. Now I can do it. I'll be able to do headstand, no problem. So um, the emotional well-being, the, the alignment with our spirit is vital to our physical well-being. Um, I don't care what anybody says. That's what it is. That's how it is. 100%. So good for you for recognizing that. Your body needed the healing for 10 days. Mm. And, um, you know, there is that, you know, there you are falling apart, yet you're caretaking for your daughter. So in that place of vulnerability, we actually hold it out. We hold everything. Mm. We hold our vulnerability. We hold our strength as a mother. Mm. It coexists. We don't become just one thing because even when you said, um, you know, you're being just because you're the confidence coach doesn't mean that you don't have moments of lack of confidence. So, and that's, that's the holistic, that's the whole wing being, we have to understand that vulnerability is part of the strength that we will not be human if we did not experience and experience all the myriad of human emotions and the the task is to be able to hold it all together hand in hand yeah i completely agree and um the uh thing about processing emotions is and you said it earlier is what is difficult and Mm -hmm. often undone And so with many, I work with women in the second half of life Mm -hmm. to grow confident in life and in business. And it doesn't take me very long. Basically, it happens in the first session every time to begin to uncover some of what you spoke about. And that is things that happened to them earlier that they're capturing in. Now, I'm not an Ayurvedic healer. That that's not what I no, do. No, but it doesn't. You can connect the dots. You can right see. exactly. And 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 I actually do inner child work. Mm-hmm. I call them soul personas, and um, and I speak directly to that child's soul to uh, allow and encourage and permit that healing. Yeah. Or that opening to, to come out. Yeah. yeah. And that's one of the reasons people feel more confident because that I call it a soul persona, the child's soul. Um, the it's, it's often like this. It's like crouching down deep inside whatever you were referring to. I think you said it was something you felt 12 years ago or 22 years ago or something. Yes. And then um, something came up for you recently and you didn't, uh, hadn't acknowledged it before. Now it came up and through a new lens, mm-hmm. you know, of self looking, yeah. you know, seeing yeah. yourself, you acknowledged and opened and have done some grieving. You said you use the word grieving and relief, uh, release work. Yeah. And that then you know, once you move through that process seeing, then your emotional well-being comes back into balance. Mm-hmm. So for women, so often our emotional well-being 
it starts tipping one way badly <laughs> when sure. we're, as we come into our older girl bodies and our older girl selves, you know, 12, mm -hmm. 13 teens, etc. And then there's this in, I am imbalance. Mm -hmm. And then that stays with us for all the years of what you also said about earlier is just busy. Busy, busy, busy. Women are busy. Women multitask. Women nurture. Women care. You know, we, we you just said it again. I was suffering, but I'm caretaking for my kid. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, we and it's a it's a it's a gift that we have. And I want to honor that gift, multitasking, and to be able to hold it all like Mother Earth is a gift that we have. But what we need to add to that is not forget. That even Mother Earth <laughs> needs to sleep during the winter months. Yes. And restore beautiful. and be covered with leaves and ice so she can nourish, right? Mm. And so we need to remember that that's why those kind of episodes happen to us when you just fall apart and, you know, for 10 days you're under the covers. Yep. It's, that's pretty much you are restoring and repairing mm. and it's needed it is much needed so so you know i mean that the the gifts that human beings and especially women have are just enormous but we forget that um we need we need to continuously feed into those gifts and continue to cultivate those gifts they need nourishment so one of the uh, services that I offer yeah. is a one-time coaching session that I call the call to the powerful self. Okay. This is so amazing. It's a 75 minute session. It's a guided mm -hmm. session. I have an agenda for it. Mm -hmm. And um, I work with people to go in quickly and go deep when they hire me to do this session. They already know they're coming to a session called what? The call to the powerful self. That's why marketing is important in your business. And so they come with a mindset around the powerful self. They're focused, yeah. They're focused, they come to it. And then I do a guided session that is, it's amazing uh, that mm -hmm. includes visualization, writing, a blessing, etc., And then um, a guided meditation that I wrote called Soul Rising. And um and I really want to hit on something that you're talking about. You've talked about it a few times, and I want to reiterate how we see ourselves. You know, we've talked about the lens. Uh, today happens to be my firstborn's 32nd birthday. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, a, a really a special day, an amazing blessing for a woman to have her first child. Yeah. I feel very lucky. And, um, and the note that I wrote her was exactly this morning was exactly what we're talking about. How great would it be if we could see ourselves through the same lens that As we our, see our, our children, yeah. see our children th that our BFF sees us, that our dog sees us, you know, the people who love us see us. And that is what we as women, also men, but I work mostly with women. Mm -hmm. That is what we block. 
and we're in resistance so often. And yeah. that's when this emotional well-being, if you think of the well-being buckets, there's financial well-being, spiritual well-being, mental well-being, yeah. physical well-being. And also, of course, we're today we're talking about emotional well-being. And th that is really where the balance comes in when you mm -hmm. begin to see yourself in a healthier way. The work that you do, Mina, oh my gosh, it's so important for people to understand. It's so much more mainstream today, Ayurveda, Ayurvedic healing, but still in all, I don't know that people necessarily really do appreciate how much you're you're making like these connections, you know, that create links, and yeah. you know, that's, like that's healing. really the whole thing. And um, what did you say? Something you said that clicked with me is um, we don't see ourselves. It's a process, and I can I can tell you that. Um, just during this, you know, this seven, eight days, kind of an illness, like I got sick, I got down, I had, it was such a cool experience. I really, um, I really saw myself as a creator, creation, mm. and the source. And when I did, I spent the entire day, I listened to absolutely nothing. No guided meditation, no TV, no music, no phone. The the inner silence and everything that could, I could hear within was just, ha, huh, I don't have a word for it, but just so full and so healing. I normally never take a nap during the day. I took two naps. Mm. I just laid down and I was gone because it was so so much peace and silence and fullness that I experienced. Oh, I just want to, I really want to call this in to the people who are watching this or listening yeah. to this. Listen yeah. to what Mina just shared with us. It doesn't have to be forever, but just one day to do that little that glimpse of the experience so you can then begin to infuse it. And, mm -hmm. you know, each time you shift, you are no longer the same person. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, you know, the when we talk about the mindfulness and the presence, going inside the moment and soaking yourself in it, that literally was uh, my delightful experience. And again, so, you know, work like this is not... I think the reason why this type of work is difficult because we can't approach it mentally. There's so much letting go and trust that has to happen. And that's when things begin to unfold. And that's exactly where our difficulty may be. But that's, you know, that's why we're having the conversation so we can wrap our head around it. So yeah. what I'm going to ask you is, um, I'm glad for you to be providing this 75-minute session, and we will have uh, links or where people can approach you and to schedule their session. So, um, but apart from that, I also want to ask you, are, do you have 
I know this is like a question that we always ask. People, audience always wants to know, what is that one thing? And mm -hmm. it's such a difficult question to answer because it's not the one thing. It's mm. not one thing. But I guess I'm going to ask you that. What is mm. the one or three things or some things that you can, some nugget that you can share with our listeners mm. um, uh, for them to kind of tune into what you said and move in the direction of the work that you're providing? One them? of the biggest <clears throat> lessons that I've had in my own journey that was that I didn't have didn't stem from growing up is how much nature soothes the soul. Yeah. I just didn't know until I did go on medication, anxiety medication for seven years. Mm -hmm. And then finally I decided I wanted to try to get off it. I spoke to my doctor. He said, if you want to get off anxiety medication, go to the gym. And so I did. And then I worked out uh, where I was from. I had to be inside. But when the spring came, I started walking outside. Mm -hmm. And I tuned in to the quiet that you just spoke of, the quiet within, mm -hmm. as I walked in nature. And then I walked and walked and walked. And so if there was one thing that I would love to impart here to open people's minds and understanding is that nature soothes the soul. Nature can serve you in this way. Now, everybody doesn't have access to a beautiful nature preserve like I did mm -hmm. where I was. But you know what? Nature is the tree in the street in a city. Nature is your own grass. You don't have to be yeah. in the mountains of Sedona like yeah. I get to be now. You don't have to be on the beach in Hawaii like I was in one month ago. <laughs> can, in fact, go outside and look at the sky in the quiet that Mina just spoke with us about. And you can touch a tree. You don't have to hug a tree, but you can touch a tree. You can really take your shoes off and let your hair down a little bit. Yeah. And so that really is one thing that has been I never imagined, Mina, honestly, the old me, I'm like in a suit. I'm like a working oh my professional. Gosh. I'm a leader. I'm, you know, managing my business in my when work. Done that. Yeah. And that mm. was who I was, you know, type A. Uh, and um, so I never would have imagined uh, this. And so to any type A's out there listening to us today, I want to invite you to just imagine the possibility that you can like open up inside. You can create improved emotional well-being by simply getting outside in nature. Such an important message, especially springtime. And so nature, again, you don't, you know, it's a tree in a busy street in wherever you're living. Mm -hmm. um, I think of nature as the elements. You know, when you mm -hmm. go outside, you are touched with the air let yourself be touched and be kissed with the air mm. okay you can take your bare hands put them on the ground wherever there's grass touch the earth i'm a tree hugger I yeah hug <laughs> <Me too. laughs> i hug a tree so i don't there's not even one person who is not able to do that so if you're listening to that and if you've been thinking about you know, I even I have clients who are inside smaller spaces, apartments, 
They're like, well, it's cold outside. I said, bundle up. Yep, bundle up, bundle up, go outside. I don't care if you go outside for 10 minutes, go walk around the block because I want the air to touch them so they get out of their head. I want the elements to touch them. You need it. What going in nature does, it's a state shift. You shift into a different state of being and, you know, do it. Just do it. Like the nice set. Yeah, Just do it and you will know why. So yeah. you know, body is the best medicine for the mind. Mm. The body, spare your mind. Move mm. the body, spare your mind. So, you know, we can't, that's why, you know, talk therapy only goes so far. Mm. Right. <laughs> you know, I will say, um, I, I was, I was probably about 25 pounds overweight, not so much, but for me yeah. and in those days. And, um, so I wasn't active. I wasn't I did athletic or I didn't do any exercise, but just that walking, because I was motivated to yeah. perhaps get off that medication, uh, did spare my mind by moving my body. And today I have a dog and I walk, no exaggeration, four to five times a day. I could sit for hours. You and I, Mina, we show up for our work. Sure. And we could sit for hours on end. Uh, oh, I know. And sharing our energy yeah. and, you know, what's in us to share. But I mm-hmm. have a dog and I get up and I go out and I, I get that shift many times a day. And um, so you're 100% right on that so, as well. I couldn't agree more. That's wonderful. So, Susan, uh, we're coming to the close. What is the um, what's the contact information that people can reach you to schedule that wonderful 75 minute session? Yeah, I'm delighted to be a member of the Cornelia Stephanie Media Group. Absolutely. And you can yeah. find me in the KS Media Group app. That's where Mina and I met. We're both leading practitioners there. You can download it in your Play Store, join the app, and honestly, you can find me there easy as pie. I look forward to hearing from you. That's wonderful. Yes, that's KS Media Group app. It's on Apple Play and Google Play. And uh, if you have more information, so uh, my website is areyouvedahealingcenter.com. If you have not purchased my newly released book, it's called Wake Up and Heal, Mm. Six Steps to Emotional Freedom. And, you know, it it sounds like that one of the reviewers that it sounds like is I'm talking about emotional freedom, but I am. But, you know, again, emotional freedom, healing, uh, consciousness, these are all interrelated. One is not separate from the other. So um, get a copy of your book uh, from Amazon and uh, stay tuned for a very powerful upcoming a year long um, soul journey program that I will begin to start talking about more. It's reforming still. Uh, I'm still kind of making it whole and complete. So it's really, you know, done to as much perfection as I can so everybody can utilize it and take advantage of it. So thank you so much, so much for being here. Thank you everyone for listening and we will look forward to speaking with you on the next episode. Thank you so much, Mina. Take good care. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Igniting Change, Finding Your Fire. 
If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to hit the like and subscribe button. And we look forward to being with you next week.